So how does it say Tess O'Halloran? Yeah, well, my full name is Tessa O'Halloran, but then um, yeah, people call me Tess, so it's Tess. Yeah. Tess O'Halloran. Placid. Sorry, man. It sounds like a name of a. It sounds like a name of a name of a heavy metal band. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. No heavy metal. No. But it's just it's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's exciting to finally have a chat and finally meet you. And I think the work that you're doing is is quite intriguing. And I think you've uh, you've come a long way since selling notches, eh? Yes, very oh. long way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's is, is that where it all, is that where it all started for you? I think yeah, I, you know, I think I've always been kind of aware of um, entrepreneurs in a weird way. My dad's kind of um, worked for himself. Um, on and off, you know, throughout his career, um, and yeah, I've always been interested in like, uh, yeah, making things, selling things. Was that was that selling the, the yeah, was that was that the start of your entrepreneurial journey, selling nachis from the tree in your garden? The, yeah, for fifty cents with a friend. <laughs> uh, who'd ever who'd ever think that you'd end up where you are now today from selling nachis? Yeah, eh? you're amazing. <laughs> It's quite intriguing. Um, the whole, the the plastic movement, the whole recycling, the whole green, the whole eco entrepreneur, is that something that yeah. is sort of emerging now um, as the new industry? Well, I think you know, as people kind of become more and more aware of the pollution that you know, not just plastic, there's textile waste as well. Um, people are, you know, we're we're seeing that there's actually an opportunity um for new life in this kind of waste material um yeah so for me i kind of see what we're doing is just giving waste materials like a second chance um yeah and i think as people become more and more aware of, of their own actions and um you know what we buy and what we we make we really have to be careful um you know, to be buying quality things and to be making quality things, and yeah, and we can it, yeah. make beautiful you, quality things with discarded materials. Do you, so, yeah. do, you th <laughs> do you think it comes down to the con the consumer uh, behavior, the con consumer knowledge of the actual waste that's going on in today's time? I think yeah, there is definitely a growing um, awareness that there is a lot of waste. So yeah, I think people are interested to to see things. Um, yeah, to see someone trying to, uh, you know, make a difference or change things or, or just kind of reduce the amount of waste that's out there. Yeah, I think people are willing to get behind that. And when did it first come, come to light for you that I want to actually turn this into, into some sort of material or I want to turn this into some type of product? When did that first get planted? That, you know, I started thinking about using plastic um, very randomly like in 2016 i've always been someone who's been making you know stuff with my hands and and sewing things together and but i never really made anything too amazing so i was always just kind of very amateurishly making things um and i started putting pieces of plastic together and seeing how um you know what i could make from that um just from the awareness that there is so much 
plastic waste not just in our environment but in our homes you know not even you know that's even before you look out in nature we just live with so much plastic um so that was back in like 2016 um and i just moved to the crew and i had a lot of time on my hands so i was making lots of random things um yeah and then i stumbled uh, upon this technique where you can actually melt plastic together by ironing it and fusing it um, and from there my mom um, took some of this this material that I had been experimenting with and she sewed together um, a little pencil case and I was hand stitching little mini planters with a, a little succulent um, and it was just kind of you know I was just curious to see you know what I could make and from there kind of very slowly started developing and and today we make kind of more sophisticated planters that are not hand stitched oh um, wow, awesome that's fantastic. So it's been a long journey. And what 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 hooked you? What got you to the point where you're like, wow, okay, now this has really ticked my creative brain? Because there had to be an alignment of creativeness and passion that merged. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I really enjoy putting colors together um, and uh, layering different plastics with different textures and colors. So for me, um, yeah, being able to create really unique products and not just using plastic waste, but making it really visually interesting. That for me was, it's very um, rewarding. Yeah, that you not only upcycling, you're also making stuff that looks good. That to me was the first word that I, that I heard was upcycling. I know it was about recycling. Yeah. But is it, do you think yeah. that it's also about educating a lot of the consumers as well? You mentioned as well that Definitely. changing the pattern of how we think. And I think you mentioned that it's the conditioning our brains to think differently rethink i think yeah. that's also one of the things yeah, rethink. Yeah, how, how, do, yeah, how do we go about that well i think um just starting to um be aware that what you buy can you can use your your buying power for not only social good but for environmental good as well so rethinking the way that you see waste materials so if you start seeing them as like a valuable um Thing, and you know you choose to buy an upcycled product that's then taking the place of brand new resources that are you know a little bit more environmentally um harmful mm. um than using something that was going to landfall um so i think just reframing the value that people place on things and just because it's made from waste material um you know it's actually quite high value and it's made really well in this um, a lot of craftsmanship that goes into there and it's handmade um, and it's durable. So just like seeing things a little bit differently and being open to um, upcycled products. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's also to change a mindset, something that's always been tradition. And I think when yeah. you challenge or you, when you look at tradition and you start challenging the way of thinking of tradition or especially to diversify a product. It takes a lot of energy and effort to number, I think to, edu to educate people and then also to get uh, a piece of that market. I mean, I can imagine it's a massive market and yeah. to, you know, to change, I think it, 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 it comes down to the educational aspect of it. I mean, if you just um, uh, say, well, you know, recycled waste, I mean, people are, in my, in my opinion, have always got that, um, that opinion that, oh, but it's waste, you know, it's rubbish, it's thrown out. But it's, mm. it's it's changing that mindset, and how, yeah. how how much of a challenge has that been for you to 
to get that message through to get that quality aspect through yeah i think that's kind of like an ongoing challenge for us um some people get it immediately and then for other people i think they kind of struggle to see like what the price is and then they kind of think wait but that's waste plastic you know but mm. it's more than just you know of course the the material is discarded but there's so much that goes into that um you know there's labor costs and and all kinds of things so yeah i think there there definitely needs to be a little education around um yeah just the value that upcycled products have and yeah but yeah i think also with the technology evolving and the access to information that will only get better in terms of access to the right amount of information the the credible information and um yeah it's like i said it's i think the products that you make are absolutely fantastic i mean i can't i can't make two sticks stand together so i can only I can only imagine <laughs> that it, <laughs> but i can only making those very bad little hand stitched planters <laughs> and that would be it <laughs> but um i can only imagine in the beginning it must have been it must have been quite a challenge to get the get your first prototype or get your first product what was in fact your first uh, product that you had made our first product was a very basic um pencil case or, or toiletry bag shape um yeah that was our first well, the, well our first first was the hand stitched Would you um, planter, but that wasn't like a viable kind of sellable product so you know, when, yeah. you, when you when you finally saw it in front of you something tangible what were the feelings like i think you know just kind of excitement and um, you know there's so much there's so much that we can make from this um the, the upcycled plastic that we create um yeah i mean it's it's great to know that that was just kind of you know very low uh yeah just discarded plastic yeah, yeah. to see it, to yeah. see something come to life is very exciting yeah how has the support been for for you um i think in the, in the beginning you know you're kind of on your own um you're in a, a strange kind of new role um in the beginning you know you just have your your family basically that's kind of encouraging you and then as you grow you do kind of meet other uh small business owners or people in the same space or you know developing similar products um but yeah i know your support system and having uh definitely encouragement um and just people who understand what you're doing and encourage you not to give up when it seems like you're never going to get another order um <laughs> it's it's so important you know yeah. so that that oh, journey, yeah, that that journey as well i mean it's to start off when you when you had made that um a decision that I'm I'm going for it now this I'm literally I'm going to have a legitimate business it it can become overwhelming in, in terms of the task at hand because yeah. you know as as with most startups I realize, know. <laughs> and as most startups know as well in my head it's all good and that's that's exactly how I picture it but then as soon as reality starts um kicking in it becomes yeah. a different ball game and it throws all different shades of thunder at you and So how did you did you condition yourself um knowing that it will be a, a it will be a challenge because I'm sure that, that there've been sometimes where it, it feels like it it's it's really tough it was am I doing the right thing you know did I start this for the right reason how do you look past that how would you what what do you um attribute that uh, pushing through um to well, I think um just 
knowing who I am and what I value um, and knowing the impact that you want to, you know, one day create. So I think having a long-term vision, having patience, I mean, uh, it's it's such a journey. It's like a personal journey and it's it's a professional journey. Um, just knowing where you want to be one day and being inspired um, by that, you know, even when month to month things kind of aren't, <laughs> you know, maybe going the way that you hoped they would. Um, yeah. There's, new challenges each week from like load shedding to <laughs> you know all kinds of things um yeah, yeah just having you know having a, a vision of where you want to be because you were mentioning as well that it's also it's down to your creative bone uh, to give you that oh. creativeness but then there's also that element of business that complements yeah. it as well for you to try and yeah. find a balance between the both it must have also been quite a quite a journey no, no, it still is. Because <laughs> I think, yeah, do you, do you, do you, yeah, do you think they they go they they complement each other well? Yeah, I think you know, looking at things with a bit of a creative perspective and and being able to kind of problem solve from a creative side can um, help you in the more like business side of things. But you do have to find your way into um, creating some structure. Uh, and and getting used to the admin side of things, but yeah, I think are definitely far from perfect. <laughs> yeah, but it's also it yeah. can become as creative and take as long as you want to make a product. But at the end of the day, you know, it all the finance and uh, pressure of, of the pressure of finance always has a funny way of also speeding oh, things up. It'll find you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can't uh, hide from that. No, sure. No. And <laughs> what have you learned? To what do you think's been the biggest lesson that you've learned? personally since you since you started sure i think just realizing that you know you really everyone has so much potential um you know and we kind of we can we can really set limits on ourselves um you know and yeah working through your kind of your own challenges and 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 changing those limiting you know beliefs about yourself there's really so much that we can all do and we can change at any time, you know, and, and try and make things better. Yeah. Mm. And what do you do to overcome the fear? Because I'm sure fear knocks on, sure. on fear knocks on, on your door almost every day, as, oh, as it does no, on, on, sure. on mine. Yes, it does. How do you make sure that the yeah. door is still locked? You know, <laughs> you've just got to keep going back to your, you know, getting excited about the future, I think, and just thinking about, you know, where do I want to go and how am I going to get there and uh, reminding yourself you know the value that you want to add and reminding yourself of the value that you are adding you know um you know you kind of have to give yourself little pep talks every now and again yeah it <laughs> but is, sometimes yeah. it is a lot yeah I think it, your fear is a huge part of um being an entrepreneur because everything is unknown there's so many decisions to make every single day and you've got a team that's behind you and yeah it's definitely not an easy journey. And yeah. um, how much of it as well has been a, a, a personal journey in, in self-confidence? Oh, that is, that's a huge one as well. Because, you know, you have to, you have to be confident in yourself if you want to go out there and sell. Um, so that's kind of 80% of it, actually. And how do you, how do you see the, how do you see the industry, that whole um, eco-entrepreneur eco uh, industry evolving over the next five years because over the last five years it has gained a lot of attention as well yeah 
Yeah, well, I hope to see it, you know, continue to grow. Um, there are some very encouraging um, things happening all around us. Rewoven's just, I don't know if you know Rewoven, they're an amazing textile recycling company. They've just secured an amazing, um, some funding. Um, yeah, I think people are beginning to pay attention to this, the kind of smaller um, visionaries in the, the eco space and yeah, I just hope to see a lot more, um, especially younger entrepreneurs, you know, bringing their ideas to the table and, and creating uh, problems that solve our environmental, I mean, products that solve our environmental problems. Yeah. So what, so Tess, what, um, what motivates you? What, when you literally wake up, what gets you through the day? Yeah. Wow. That's a loaded question here. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, bigger picture i, I want to make an impact and i want to be making beautiful things and being creative so um yeah i'm lucky enough to be able to to do my own thing um and to be creative every day and i work with my mom uh, and she's a great colleague mm. <laughs> so yeah i just want to you know be i think develop myself so that i can help others um further down the road inspire others or you know hopefully one day create a little bit more employment locally or do skills training um yeah i think especially you know in the eastern cape i think we have one of the highest rates of unemployment mm. um and yeah i think we need entrepreneurs to be stepping in and you know thinking environmentally but also thinking socially and thinking mm. you know how how can we bring things to our local areas so yeah man it's been so Tess, thank you so much, man. It's, thank you yeah, so much. It's awesome. Great no, to, but I, yeah, I love I love you. having these type. Yeah, I love having these type of um, conversations. I think what you what you are passionate about. I think the industry that you headed into, and I think just the the, the fullness of what you want to achieve is truly remarkable. Um, I'm extremely inspired and, and encouraged by it. Um, and I oh. wish you I wish you nothing short of success for everything that thank lies ahead that. of you. Oh, wow. And for you too. <laughs>